Good morning, Sun Valley Church, and welcome back to The Voice of the Valley. I am your host, Jeremy Pinch, and with me this morning, I have the one and only legendary <laughs> Barry Rifle. Barry, Barry's, Barry's shaking his head. He's, he's not too enthused right now. <laughs> Barry, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. Thank you, Jeremy. It's good to be here. And uh, it's probably a good thing that I'm the one and only. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Barry, uh, you are a small group leader here at the church, um, but you also work with uh, an organization known as Fellowship of Christian Athletes, or FCA. Uh, why don't you take a little bit of time and tell us uh, about yourself, first of all, how you got involved with FCA. Um, tell us about it and uh, what you look forward to doing the rest of this year with FCA. Sure. Well, uh, actually, I have been connected with FCA for a long time. Uh, Gets scary if you add up the years, but basically when I was in college, uh, my my roommate was uh, was also an athlete and shared the gospel with me, uh, the gospel of God's saving grace, and that it's only through faith that one uh, one comes to Christ. And um, I grew up thinking it was, I just basically had to be good enough. And so it was kind of revolutionary to me. And uh, he, as he shared that with me, I watched him live his life out. And saw that his life was much different than mine. He was mm. living for Christ, and I was living for myself. And so uh, that time of surrender to Christ and his call on my life came my freshman year in college. And at that same time, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes was starting at WSU. We had a couple gentlemen from, a couple athletes from PLU come over and tell us about FCA. So uh, kind of a nucleus of seven or eight athletes on campus started FCA there, and that ministry went on for a couple decades and uh, was just very rich fellowship, and that's kind of where I was nurtured in my new faith in Christ and um, got into God's Word and and uh, was trained up, and so FCA had a, just a huge impact in my life as a young believer. And then uh, over the years, as I was coaching, uh, FCA became a part of our life uh, coaching-wise when we first came to the Valley. We got involved in Young Life, that's uh, still very uh, effective ministry here in the Valley. And and uh, then there was a period where Young Life was not as active at East Valley, and so uh, we felt like God was opening the door to do some FCA. So hmm. for about 10 years, we did FCA with our athletes uh, there in East Valley, and that was awesome. And then... Uh, it was about, I'm going to say, seven or eight years ago. Uh, there was a young man that came to Yakima with his wife. She was in med school, and uh, he was on staff with FCA, and he established a board here. Tyler Lucas did an awesome job of, of putting a foundation down, and uh, my wife and I, Ellen and I, we were invited to be on staff or on the board, the leadership board, uh, with FCA. And then when Tyler had to leave town because of his wife's uh, medical training, she had to go on rotations, mm. uh, an opening came for and a need for someone to come on staff. So I uh, just really felt God calling me to that, resigned my teaching job, and uh, now I've been on staff for about five years with FCA here in Yakima County. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's amazing how God works. Yeah, yeah. So t- tell us a little bit about FCA. What what do you get, what do you do? What uh, what's 
what is it? Yeah, well, FCA is a, a sports ministry. Basically, our goal is to use the platform of sports to reach coaches and athletes for Christ and uh, encourage them in their faith and get them plugged into the church. And so I, I really like that about FCA, that that is part of their mission statement, that, uh, that we are, are connecting coaches and athletes to the church. And so we uh, basically go, I spend time going around to schools, visiting with coaches, trying to develop relationships with coaches. Some of them you find out right away they're believers, and so you try to encourage them to coach for Christ and make mm -hmm. a difference on their team and the lives of their athletes. FCA recognizes that uh, coaches are very influential in the lives of their athletes. And so to coach for Christ and, and keep that door open is, is powerful. Uh, and then as far as kids are concerned, FCA recognizes that uh, ministry can go on in public schools if it's, um, if it's done by kids. Um, it has to be initiated and, and run by kids. And uh, school clubs, basically we do school clubs, what we call them huddles, FCA huddles. Uh, on campuses and those the students lead those huddles we have adults and coaches that are advisors for those kids keep them pointed in the right direction help them plan but basically those clubs that are meeting during school time during club time or lunch time uh, the, the kids run those and mm -hmm. so it's pretty exciting to see how God equips kids and then empowers them to uh, to spread the gospel on campus and mm -hmm. to their teammates mm -hmm. So you meet with coaches and you meet with players all throughout the valley. You know, I've I've talked with you a few times and you're you're going up to Prosser and then you're going to Sunnyside and out to West Valley and Highland and it seems like you're all over the place yeah. uh, when you're meeting with coaches. But uh, it, there has to be a winsomeness, I think, in in sharing the gospel with coaches and players. So how do you, how do you do that? Do you do you have opportunities in which you meet with? coaches and players that don't don't know Christ and and have opportunities to share Christ with them I do yeah then those those are my favorite times uh, my contact with kids in sharing Christ is uh, basically with team huddles so a team huddle would be uh, for example uh, I've, I've done football huddles I've done wrestling huddles I've done track huddles and soccer huddles and and basically once a week going to practice hanging out helping out however I can. Some sports I know more about than other sports. Sometimes I'm just filling water bottles and, and uh, moving goals around, but mm. that's okay. Yeah, just provide opportunity to connect with kids. And then after that practice, we do uh, a devotional time, a huddle. And uh, typically a season, a sports season is about nine weeks long. So I try to break that up into a section where the first few weeks we're talking about who God is. And we use sports as the platform, so I'll try to bring in some names who maybe have mentioned a faith in God, and we may not even know exactly where they are in their faith in God, but kind of asking them, well, who is this God that, mm. that people are so interested in? And, uh, and we break it down, and we talk about the Trinity. And uh, then we talk about who man is and our state uh, in, in standing with God and, and the sinners that we are. And so that's the next three weeks. And then the last three weeks is our need for a savior and what is your response. And so being broken up into a series of weeks, it becomes difficult sometimes to put all the pieces together. So the goal, the aim is on that last time that we get together to actually go through a gospel presentation and you know talk to, talk to the kids, just bring them together with who God is, the almighty God of the universe, the triune God. Uh, so that there's no confusion about any other God that might be out there. Yeah. And uh, 
and then who we are in our sinful state and our need for a Savior. And then what does our response need to be? Is God asking you to have a relationship with him? And uh, so I don't really do a, an altar call per se or have kids raise their hand, but I, I close that with that challenge of mm. uh, are, you asking, are you feeling God's asking you to have a relationship with him and, and what's your response? And mm. so if so, then you need to go to him in prayer and repent and tell him you're sorry and, and say, God, use me, uh, mm. change me, make me new. And so that's super exciting. I love those days when yeah. I get to do that. Uh, but they are, you know, they're far and few between. There's, so that's at the most, it's like three or four times a year as far as school huddles. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's more like five or six times a year because I've been doing it at two different schools with three different sports. But then with coaches, uh, we do coaches breakfast once a month okay. uh, throughout the Valley. And this year we've been blessed to be able to do it in eight different locations. So that means oh, eight awesome. times a month uh, meeting with coaches. And we go through devotional time with the coaches, um, just usually working from some type of a, a book, a leadership book or a devotional guide and uh, tying that together with the gospel. Um, I haven't been doing a, a straight gospel presentation per se for mm-hmm. the coaches, by and large, the coaches that come, um, I sense that they, they know Christ or they are, are attending a church and they have an interest in, mm. in living and coaching for Christ. So, uh, but we do, in through those devotionals, talk about the nitty-gritty of uh, who, who God is and who man is and you know, the, the pieces that I mentioned earlier. So it's, yeah. it's just a blessing and it's an honor to be able to do that with coaches all over the valley. Um, like I say, eight different schools. We kind of changed our tactic. We were in a going to a restaurant, and and the numbers were you know three or four each each time. And this year we decided to go to the schools, so we make a breakfast and and run it to the school, so it's nice and hot yeah. and a kind of breakfast burrito type breakfast, yeah. and then uh, have a devotional. And it's a great time to connect. Coaches feel comfortable on their own turf, yeah. and there's a lot more openness and willingness to share their lives together. Uh, it's great a way to uh, get coaches to connect with other believers. That, that they maybe even didn't know was a believer at their school yeah, sure. and uh, find some support and comfort that way. So yeah. I've really enjoyed that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you, Barry, you used to be a coach. Uh, you used to coach football out at East Valley. Um, and now that you're on the other side of the thing, you know, you're not, you're not coaching anymore, but you're now encouraging coaches. Is there areas in which you were like, man, I wish I could have, you know, done this a little differently. Now that I'm working with FCA, I'm seeing it in a different light than I am, than I was coaching. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there any moments where you're like, wow, I, I, I could have used that or I could have, you know, honed that in better or, you know, ways you can encourage coaches to do something different maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the more you spend time with other coaches, you learn about what they do and how they do it. And, you know, that's one of the things coaching and teaching is just kind of what you can steal from others. And uh, so there, there've been some neat times where you learn what other coaches are doing and go, that's awesome. You know, uh, just coaches that really have uh, intentionality towards developing leaders and uh, from a godly perspective. And so even in a public school situation where they may not necessarily be able to outright proclaim God in the, in the leadership training that they're doing, they're building that on godly principles with the idea that hopefully those kids will come to FCA where they can put the pieces together about where those godly principles come from. Mm-hmm. So that's been really neat. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that is neat. So what are, what are some things that you're hoping to achieve uh, this year through FCA or the remainder of the year now that we're in, in the month of June? Yeah, we're, we're 
pretty much wrapping this year up as far as the school year, but there's still planning and preparation for uh, the 2019-2020 school year. Sounds kind of weird to say that. Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> how time is flying by. But uh, we are already planning for next year. In fact, we just uh, we have a leadership board here in Yakima. Um, made up of local um, adults, business people, uh, people that understand the impact that sports can have in kids' lives and, and want kids to come to know Christ. And, and so we just had a retreat last weekend to begin planning for, for the next school year. And so I'm excited about uh, the direction that the leadership board is, has, wants to steer us and you know the plans that God is putting on our heart. And Lord willing, those things will come to fruition. But just things like uh, we'd really like to do some Bible studies with coaches. So it's more than just a devotional, but maybe a weekly Bible study for mm-hmm. six weeks or eight weeks, something that's you know manageable by coaches and their schedules. Uh, typically during the season, they're super busy, but in the off season, they may be willing to get together. And uh, We last year did that um, with some coaches uh, using a uh, did a study on Nehemiah mm. and Nehemiah's leadership uh, based on John MacArthur's book on Nehemiah and study on Nehemiah. Cool. And that was really fruitful. Got to do it in two different locations, uh, East Valley and Natchez, and was just a super, super blessing to hear mm. how God used Nehemiah to lead the people to do incredible things yeah. in rebuilding the wall. And so uh, we're hoping that God will open doors for more Bible studies next year. Uh, we would really like to see more huddles get established. So uh, we, we'd like to see a huddle get going in Sunnyside at uh, Sunnyside High School and Sunnyside Middle School. There are some coaches there that have expressed an interest in doing that. So that's kind of step one. You find those adults that are interested and those coaches that are interested. And uh, then you need those the kids. So yeah. you just really begin praying in earnest that God would raise up leaders, uh, student leaders, that uh, he has prepared to, to lead on campus, and uh, then we can launch huddles there. And then also out at Natchez, we're hoping to get a student huddle going there. Uh, Eisenhower High School, we're really hoping. You know, we, at, when I first started, I thought, okay, we're going to go out there, we're going to put huddles in every school. We're going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, everything, just each school is going to sure. be, FCA is going to be going. Sure. Well, then you realize that uh, my plans are not God's plans. Yeah. And uh, within a year, I realized you need to go where God opens the doors. And there have been some places where God has just opened doors wide open. And it's been awesome to see him work there. And then other schools that we just keep praying for. And I stop in and I say hi to a coach here and hi to a coach there. And and just say, okay, God, uh, what, what would you like to do here? And we just wait for those opportunities for our leaders to step forward. And hopefully someday there will be FCA going on on those campuses too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Looking forward to the future and, and what God will be doing through you and through FCA and in those schools. Um, is there ways in which Sun Valley Church can be involved? And I want to ask this from a different perspective of, do you have to enjoy sports to be involved with FCA? No, uh, you don't have to uh, be involved in sports. It helps to enjoy sport and, <laughs> and recognize, but, you know, really sport is a cultural thing. Yeah. And, you know, I consider FCA uh, an urban mission. And, you know, we, we have missionaries that go to other countries and to be effective in those countries, you have to understand the culture of that country. Mm. Uh, to think that you can just walk in to a, a country somewhere else uh, as an American and just change lives and you're going to go in and make a big difference uh, is pretty naive. Uh, yeah. you, you really need to 
take into account the culture. That's one of the things I appreciate about when we go to Papalote as Sun Valley Church is that there's some cultural training. And when you get there, Dwight does a great job of training people up and, okay, here's what the culture is like here. Here's what you do. Here's what you don't do. Because some things are offensive that aren't offensive to us, but are offensive to them. Well, there's a culture to sports and you don't have to look very far to see how huge that culture is. And so it really helps to understand the sports culture. Um, Yes, there's a, there's a lot of pride tied up in sports, and yes, there's a lot of idolatry and time that is put in that maybe could be used elsewhere. Um, but to go in and just start pointing that out to people who are in the sports culture can be pretty counterproductive. Yeah. So yeah. to realize that sports also is a great way to uh, an inroad to impact lives. If you think about all the emotions that an athlete or a coach goes through. Uh, through the avenue of sports in one ball game, they might experience more emotion than most people experience in a year. Mm. And those emotional times are great teaching moments. And if we can reach kids and reach coaches uh, with the gospel and convince them that they can use that platform to affect lives in a powerful way when those teachable moments come along, then there's an awesome platform there that uh, has has a real influence. So so does, to answer your question, does somebody need to love sports? No, uh, but to understand something about sports is very beneficial. SCA is not exclusive by any means. We say if you have worn tennis shoes at any time in your life, you qualify for SCA. You know, it's just that's that's the way it is. But uh, um, it does help to be able to speak the language. You know, I, I say I speak I speak coach speak. You know, I, I know what coaches have been through because of uh, what God has put me through as a coach, and I think that's beneficial in being able to relate to coaches. But really, there as far as getting involved, uh, just being willing to be a mentor to the student leaders at a school is huge. Uh, if there's someone uh, at Sun Valley that's a coach or a teacher at a school, being willing to open up your classroom for FCA to meet in your classroom during lunchtime mm-hmm. uh, once a week or a couple times a month, you know, or or being willing to help get announcements in the announcements and and spur kids on to uh, the inner workings of what goes on at school. Those kind of connections are really valuable. So God has put everybody where they are for a reason. Mm. And it's just a matter of stopping and saying, okay, Lord, how can you use me? And is FCA a way that you can use me? We have events that we do, fundraising events that we do, um, where volunteer help is just really valuable. We just really appreciate people that have come alongside us and volunteered their time to, to help out with a banquet or help out with a fundraiser or help out with an event we've done events you know in white swan and and uh grandview and you know whether it's a sports clinic or you know there's all different kinds of ways that we we do things uh sports related and so anybody that says you know i really i enjoy sports i see how it has impacted my kids or my kids are in sports right now i want to use this for christ and christ's kingdom Get a hold of me, and yeah. and we can we can plug you in somewhere somehow. There is lots of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sun Valley, if there's if if you're looking for something to do, uh, ways in which you can uh, encourage and share Christ with students around the valley, I would highly recommend getting in touch with Barry and and seeing ways in which you can get involved through uh, FCA here in town. Yeah, Jeremy, I want to jump in there and, and think, you know, there's youth sports is a big deal. There's a good chance that people in our church are involved in youth sports. Either their kids are involved or uh, someone in our church is, is coaching a kid's team. Um, 
don't underestimate the impact that you have on the lives of those kids. And I would love to talk to you, provide you some resources. I've had coaches that have coached youth teams that say, I'd like to do something with my team. I'll provide them with some little devotional guides and just say, hey, just once a week after practice, ask your team, hey, anybody who wants to do a devotional, stay after practice and see what God does. Hmm. He may have two kids stay. He may have your whole team stay. Hmm. But uh, to be able to share Christ in that in that arena is really pretty special and it, it does some great things for the team too yeah yeah well barry what uh what are some ways that we can be praying for you uh for the remainder of this this year and looking into the future yeah yeah prayer is uh, essential we we uh, have a a prayer letter a prayer team that we send out requests to if somebody is interested in getting on the prayer list just have them get a hold of me um but specific prayers, we would really like to expand our, our leadership board. So if you could pray for, for God to bring forward leaders from our community mm. that would be willing to be on a leadership board, it's an active board that, that gets involved and, and helps plan and prepare and, and run events. Uh, also praying, I mentioned those schools where we'd like to have huddles open up. You know, if we could specifically be praying that God would bring forward leaders at Natchez High School, student leaders, um, and at, at uh, Sunnyside High School, and at Sunnyside Middle School, and at Eisenhower High School. Those are places, you know, and, and even I'll, I'll throw in Davis there because we've got a, a teacher and a coach there at Davis that have said they'd, they'd be interested in being involved. So just just praying that God would open those doors. And mm. maybe it's not those doors specifically. Maybe there's another school where God is saying the harvest is is ripening and uh, the time is right for FCA to go in. So just be praying that God would open doors at schools. Mm. And then uh, prayer for those schools that already have FCA going on, that God would keep those doors open. We recognize that it is... Uh, it's a, a gentle relationship. It's very tentative in the world we live in. At any moment, um, someone could step in and say, hey, what's, what's going on here? You know, why is this happening? And, uh, and start challenging what God is doing. And so to pray that God would just uh, fight that spiritual battle that goes on mm-hmm. uh, in every community and every school when his word is proclaimed. So those kind of prayers are very valuable. Well, thanks, Barry, for coming in and and sharing a little bit about FCA and about yourself and what's going on through the valley. So thanks for joining us. You betcha. Yeah, thanks for letting me come, Jeremy. Yeah. Well, friends, if you are looking for ways to uh, get involved with FCA, uh, Barry's the guy to talk to. Um, You can talk with him on Sunday mornings um, or contact him via email, and he will will get you squared away in ways he can get... uh, get you involved there. So uh, be praying for FCA, be praying for Barry as they continue to minister the gospel to students and coaches around the valley. And uh, church, we love you. We look forward to being with you on Sunday and next week on The Voice of the Valley. Have a great day.